I'm Sam Seitels, and you are listening to The Pillars of Hamilton. My guest today is Dave Morgan Lolio. I've seen him all around town, and when someone recommended him be on my show, I had to have him on. He's a great guy who does volunteer work all around the town, but we talk about that and so much more. Really a fun guy to talk to, and I really enjoyed this conversation. Later this week, I'm speaking with Christina DiDonato, so be on the lookout for that. But for now, please welcome my new friend, Dave Morgan Lolio. You're listening to the Pillars of Hamilton. That's with me, Sam Sidetells. And you want to know what I'm going to give them? Only the finest that Hamilton has to offer. The biggest blueberries you've ever seen, baby. And they're all here right now. The biggest blueberries. That is right. And I've got one of them with me right now. What is up, David? How are you? What's up? Do you go by David or Dave? I go by Dave. Dude, I just had to hit record because me and you just couldn't stop chatting away. It happens. Yeah. Well, Sue Murder, she she told me about you. She recommended you for the show. And uh, I had to know. I knew you were good peeps after I heard that. Yeah, she's really cool peeps. She does lots of great work at her shop. You know, good artist and everything she does, you know. She's she got does, work on you? She does. So My paw prints. So he's got three paw prints. Are those specifically to like an animal that you own? My grandfather, he loves bears, and he passed away a couple of years ago, and those are for him. He was a bear person, mm-hmm. huh? Bear? He had all kinds of bears. What do you mean he had all kinds of bears? He had, like, because, like, his email address was one bear one, and, like, he had different kinds of bears in his computer room, you know, just a collection that he had. Bears terrify me, man. I mean, he, you know, he was an interesting guy. Yeah, right on. Well, dude... So word on the street is, is that like, I like to bring on people onto the show who do great things for Hamilton and word on the street is that you are just like all over the place. Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to begin with you. So let's start off with the stuff that you have volunteered for. I've done like the, the peach festival in Hamilton, the food truck festival. So I haven't even been to the peach festival. What is that all about? It's lots of fun. I mean, people like families can bring their kids, and there's all kinds of peaches, and we do like a peach salsa. You can use it as a topping on on almost anything, chicken, oh. ice cream, whatever, and it's really good. So what do you do for that? I, I volunteer my time. I help Linda Kishan, who owns the, the one coffee shop, Kishan. Oh, we were talking about people who've been on my show. Linda Kishan, shout out to you, one of my episodes. She's a phenomenal person. I've always been able to help her. With several different events. Dude, is she not amazing? She is amazing. Like, when I first got to this town, not everyone loved me because I was taking over the school from Miss Dina, who is just, like, royalty here. But she was, like, one of the first people that made me feel comfortable with being here. Nice. Yeah. Such a special person. Just makes you feel comfortable, and she holds it down. Mm -hmm. She's so cool. And so... Tell me, dude, about the Fringe Festival, because there's if there's one festival that I'm curious about, it's definitely the Fringe Festival. It just, it's all about the arts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. There's all kinds of artsy things going on. Like, there's fire dancers, all kinds of theatrical shows that take place, um, lots of good food. There's, like, two or three food trucks that they have there, and it's just, it's lots of good times. So what do you do there? I did the beer garden. I served locally brewed beer, uh, wine, sangria, Stuff like that. For who? 
Like, did you just bring your own stuff? The local breweries, like Vinyl, um, Three Threes, like, they just, they brought their beer, and I served it for them at the festival. Oh, that sounds like fun. It was very, it was very fun. Yeah, shout out to Jim Sacco. Yes. Were there a lot of people, do, do a lot of people go to these things? They do. Mm-hmm. It's a three-day festival. It's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. It's fun. So, like, when people go, what, what do you expect to see? Like, so you see fire. There's, like, fire, local but... musicians that perform. Like I said, the fire dancers. There's all kinds of, like, different shows that you can see at different venues in the, all through the town. Yeah. You know, I think it's so cool. That's one of the things that's amazing about Hamilton, right? It's, mm-hmm. like, it's this little town where, like, everybody knows everybody. But somehow in this small town where everybody knows each other, so many events and so much is going on. Yeah. Like they do a lot. Hamilton does a lot. Like every third Thursday they have something and it's, it's themed and it's really fun because it gets people and their families out to just do local shopping and just check out the town and you know, all the fun stuff there is to do in Hamilton. Do you go out on the third Thursdays? Sometimes I do. If I have a chance, if I'm not working or if I'm not busy, I'll check it out. Yeah. Like the one year I did the Renaissance, they had a Renaissance themed night I was a, I dressed up as a jester. No way, dude! And I was just walking. You got all the, the little hat with the three bells and all yep. that. And I had the the thing around my neck. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> lots of fun. I would totally do that with you next time. One hundred percent. It was lots of fun. I enjoyed it. You know what I've been doing every third Thursday lately? What you don't know? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, Dave? I have been going live, man. I've been doing these streams. Uh, have you heard of the new art club? I have, yes. Yeah, so I'm by no stretch of the imagination am I an artist. But one day during the pandemic or like right before the pandemic started, they called me and they were just like, hey, would you want to be a part of this art club and like do these like live shows on third Thursdays? So I've been doing that. Nice. And like walking around Main Street and like interviewing people from like Vintage Betty's and like. uh, That's another cool place. Dude, they have the craziest stuff there. Connie, the one lady that works there, she's awesome, and I she I love it going in there. There's just so many good, so many cool things to see in there. Yeah, and I love it. I enjoy going in there. I've taken my friend Kyle in there a couple times. It's really interesting. It's fun. I like to see like what's the weirdest thing I can find in there. Yeah, you want you want to know what the weirdest thing I saw was? What? You look like you actually had something on your mind. Like you think you you might know. Have you? Well, the the one of the weirdest things I've seen in there. I mean, it wasn't exactly weird. It was kind of cool. It was like this. Skeleton horse, right in the front room when yes, you walk in. That was part of our live stream, dude. That was awesome. And we gave a shout out to Sue Murder. I was like, this belongs in Sue Murder's land. Yes. <laughs> she would love it. Yeah. She would so love that. But but what I saw there actually, in my opinion, one ups the the skeleton horse. So we're in the middle of this live stream with the art club and we walk up to this thing that looks like dentures, like but there's no teeth in it. So I'm like I asked the what's the woman's name again that works there? The her name is Connie. Connie, I asked Connie. I'm like, what are you supposed to do with this? It is a tooth fairy bank. So as your children lose their teeth, you pop those suckers into the gums of this tooth fairy bank. That's pretty wild. <laughs> pretty weird, right? Alrighty then. I don't know how that works with the tooth fairy though. I, I don't know. Well, I had read on Facebook that. You keeping your kids' teeth could work. They, the teeth, their baby teeth could be worth money someday. Wait a minute. Apparently. I've, wait a minute. Uh, well, how, what, how? Who's buying baby teeth? Exactly. I just think that's kind of weird. Like, <laughs> like why? I mean, I can see you as a parent wanting to save your kids' teeth, but them being worth money? 
Yeah, and you know what? Even as a parent, I don't want to save my kids' teeth. They're so weird when they come out, too. They just look like these little chiclets. They're so tiny. <laughs> like, I just want to, like, give them... Dude, you know what the hard part, though, is, like, remembering to put that dollar under... You know, I, I have, like, four kids, so it's just like, that's a lot of teeth. Yeah. My, my nephew, Liam, he's seven, and uh, he's the only kid I know that can lose five teeth at one time. <laughs> Did someone hit him with a ball or something? I don't know. I'm like, Liam, where are your teeth? And he's like, they're right here, Uncle Dave. No way. He lost the first two, top, the top two, and then like two, three weeks later, the other two. I'm like, really? Oh, my God. But he's 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 a trip. Five minutes into summer camp. First of all, the summer camp here is just popping, and it's just overwhelming with the amount of work I have to do. I'm talking about the first five minutes of summer camp. A kid's playing tetherball. And gets in the face and boo, there goes the tooth. Oh, no. Five minutes into my job, the kid lost a tooth. But uh, but it was loose, and he was happy to get the money from the tooth fairy. So There you go. Happy ending. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Exactly. So, okay. You also hit up the Blueberry Festival. Man, there's a peach festival and a blueberry festival. The blueberry festival was really, really fun. I was in lots of pictures that were, they took lots of pictures at the festival. I was in a lot of the pictures and they were put in the paper. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure you may or may not have seen the pictures. Dude, I see you all over the place. I don't know why. There's a picture of me at the blueberry festival, kind of like nestled in, in amongst these cases of blueberries on the, <laughs> in the paper. That sounds like a good time. It was fun. Yeah. And, uh, Gabby, who owns Minnie Knows, the the cannoli place downtown. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I know her. Her blueberry cannolis are banging. They are oh, so good. Bro, bro, they are ridiculous. I'm you trying to me. think, man. That, that, that's not the only one. Dude, she has so many good cannolis. Mm-hmm. I would love to get her on the show. Her daughter was a student of mine. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, Amelia. I know yes. you're never going to listen to this episode, <laughs> though, but <laughs> shout out. Do you know, like, I'm from New York City, and I thought... Oh, man, I'm getting so hungry talking about these cannolis. I thought that when I moved out of New York City, I was like, man, there's two things I'm going to miss. One is biking around the city. But the other thing I thought I was going to miss was the food. Yeah. Which I do. But, man, I couldn't ask for better small town food than here in Hamilton. Yeah. Like we were talking about Ricky's, that funky, funky Mm. cow. Awesome food. Dude, what do you get when you go there? I've gotten the Cuban. Mm. Um, one of the other things I tried, it was different and it wasn't on a waffle. It was like, Oh, you ventured out from the waffles. You brave man. Yes. I tried one of his other sandwiches. It was like rat, like they were lettuce wraps. Oh, it was really good. A low carb option. It was like a, yeah, it was really good. If you, I think it was, if I remember, I think it was tuna. I think it was tuna on those. Yo, I'm hitting some low carbs. Really so, so maybe I'll go. Cause I miss that funky cow. Yeah, his food is really, really good. I, I really love it. Who would have thought? You put some waffles on something, right? Exactly. When I t- when people come to visit me in town, like there's several places I have to take them to. Vintage Betty's, obviously, mm-hmm. but we we have to get a sandwich at Funky Cow. It's like it's a definite. Yeah. Well, out of all the places here to eat, like if you had someone from out of town, where would you take them? If you could only take them to one, I would honestly because I love I love. You know, I like Mexican food. Oh, yeah, Mexican food, yeah. And my husband and I, we love Mariachi Loco. Their mm. food is phenomenal, banging. Yeah. So good. What do you get from there? I usually get my usual, which is my, my fried pork burrito. They're like 
They're so fat, those burritos. They're so good. So fat and delicious. And my husband always gets the, it looks like a Spanish pizza. It's like harache. Huge. Yeah. Wait, a Spanish pizza? It's basically, that's what it looks like, is well, a Mexican pizza. But what's on it? It's not like cheese and tomato sauce? It's like shredded lettuce and like whatever meat he picks and like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I just, I just. And get, like the, the cheese. I get a chimichanga. Mm-hmm. Don't judge me about what I get inside of the chimichanga. I get beef tongue chimichanga. Okay. You ever tried beef tongue? No, I have not. <laughs> Can't say that I have. Uh, are you adventurous with your food or not? I am. I am. Yeah. So you would probably try it, right? I probably would. It's My delicious. husband and I, we, we travel and we, we like food. I'm, I, people call, they say to me, you and your food porn. Because I'm always posting food on Facebook. Oh, really? Always. You guys travel a lot and just... Try a different food. We do. We've been to. We've gone to Mexico twice. He's been to Europe three times. Where in Europe? He's been to like Switzerland, Italy, Ireland. I went to Ireland. That was so much fun. He he had a blast. He got to kiss the Blarney Stone. I did that too. We've kissed the same stone. He got to see Stonehenge. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He brought me back a T-shirt that says Stonehenge rocks. Yeah, I have that same shirt, dude. Really? I have that same shirt. <laughs> yep. Oh, how funny if we would have been matching right now. <laughs> right, can you imagine? That would be incredible. Uh, yeah, Ireland's a great place. That place and the other place I, I traveled to, I've traveled to several places. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Israel like 30 Ooh. times. My family lives in Israel. Oh, nice. Uh, not so nice. They're so far away. <laughs> Are you listening, Mom? I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the other place I went that, dude, if you ever get a chance one day, you and your husband, a place called New Zealand. Mm. Holy cow, man. It is so fun there. It is so fun. It is so beautiful. I mean, it's Lord of the Rings everywhere. Nice. It's Lord of the Rings everywhere. And then there's like places where it's like extreme sports centered. So you'll just look up and people are falling out of the sky while you're riding a little goat cart down a mountain or something. All right then. If you're into that kind of stuff, I don't know. I like the fun stuff, you know, and uh, glacier hiking the whole nine. We, we spent our honeymoon there. Nice. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, I've, the only th- kind of extreme thing that I've done is like, you know, bungee jumping and uh, I went kayaking with my cousin. We did the bungee jumping thing. And we did the parasailing thing. How was the bungee jump? My grandmother couldn't look. She's like, your mother would kill me if she knew that you were doing this right <laughs> now. And it's all on tape. Oh, you got it on tape. Is it like one of those cams that was like on you? Yes. And my oh. grandfather was like, you could have chosen a different word to scream. <laughs> I'm like, it was, yeah, yeah, it was fun. You could, uh, you listeners could imagine what word he is mouthing right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a family show, <laughs> but um, it was fun. It was diff- It was it was worth the experience. If you ever go to New Zealand, there is uh, two canyons facing each other. Canyons, I think that's the right word. Two canyons, and these canyons are connected by a giant rope. In that giant rope, in the center, is a rope hanging down, in which they bring all the way up to one canyon, hook you up, dude. You have to YouTube this. I'll I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Uh, Listeners at home, I'm telling you, YouTube this ride in New Zealand. I wish I could remember what it's called, but you're literally swinging between canyons. That's crazy. Bonkers. <clears throat> My wife wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> she wouldn't let me do it. Probably she's a smart one. Yeah. Yeah, she wants to take good care of me. Mm. Exactly. Thank you, Miss Lisa. So, dude, um, I want to get through. The, uh, there's so much to you. And like, like I was saying before, mm-hmm. like, 
everyone everyone knows you from Wawa, right? They do. I can't go anywhere without somebody saying to me, "Oh, it's Dave the Wawa guy," or <laughs> "It's Wawa Dave," or "Hoagie Dave," or you know, "Hoagie Dave." Halloween when my husband and I we lived on Madison Avenue and we had trick or treaters and the kids were like, "They're like, look who it is! It's the Wawa guy." <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just dressed as him. I'm the right? Wawa guy for Halloween. And when I was in the Halloween parade, they all the kids loved me. I was I dressed up as Batman and I was throwing candy at the kids and they loved it. Wait a minute. Hold on a second, dude. I was on a float as Batman in the Halloween parade. Were you too on a float as Batman? I was walking. Oh, you were walking. Yeah. Same difference. That's cool though. Yep, and I was throwing candy out to kids and they loved it. Very cool. Batman. Yes. Yeah. Um so, dude, when you were at Wawa, I have to ask you a specific question. I don't know if you're allowed to tell me. So if you can't, <laughs> just tell me anyway. Sue Murder told me that I have to ask you about a story. Something to do with hot dogs and buns and some underwear. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. Do you know what she's talking about? I do, yes. What's that all about? She gave me no more details. She said I had to ask you about this story. We had this guy. I haven't seen him in several years, but he would come in all the time, and he would always get a hot dog. And uh-huh. then he would leave his. He would turn his underwear into like what looked like a hot dog bun and put it in the hot dog container, and he would leave it in the bathroom. Wait. Hold on. Let's slow it down. He did this regularly? Yeah. He put his underwear in a hot dog bun and left it in the bathroom. Yeah, after he after he ate the hot dog, he like put, just the meat. Yeah, and just <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. Did you ever ask, like, hey, dude, you gonna not put underwear in these buns today? Well, I did actually say to him, um, are you, like, I would question him, are you the one leaving your underwear in our bathroom? And he would be, he would, he wouldn't say anything. He would just like, he would just leave the Wawa. Like, that was the highlight of his day. Yeah, like, it was weird. That's the way I'm he like, is. Okay. Is that the weirdest thing you saw at Wawa? No, actually, no. Um, I actually have witnessed two wedding proposals. No way! At Wawa? hmm So romantic. My friend Liz, she and her boyfriend got engaged at my Wawa. I have the video. Too. Wait, were they both working there, or? No, it was where they first, it's where they first met. It was really cute, because he, I've known her, She's a, she's been a good friend of mine for several years, and she worked at Ancora. And he came in and he noticed her and he's like, who's that? I go, that's my friend Liz. And he was like really like, you know, liking her. He's like, wow, she's gorgeous. And like he just couldn't stop thinking about her. And uh, she was the same thing. She was like, who's that? And I told her, I told her his name and, you know, vice versa. And she ended up buying him a, because he would always come in and get the Wawa iced tea or whatever. And she bought him a half gallon Wawa iced tea and left a little note on it. And I gave it to him. From her. And one thing led to another, and, you know, here we are. You got it all on video, huh? Yep. That's shocking, but I find it more shocking that there were two? Yeah, the first one was pretty interesting. I was putting up cigarettes, and the girl was, like, hitting on me, complimenting <laughs> me. Out. She's like, you have really cute lips. And I'm like, okay. Ow! And she comes, and then she's calling him. He's at the deli ordering food for them, and he comes running over and he asks me, he's like, should I marry her? I said, if you, I said, <laughs> if you love her and want to have a life with her, go for it. And then before I knew it, he was on one knee and right in front of me, he popped the question to her with a ring and everything. So he asked you for permission, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You're a powerful man, David. 
I don't know what it is. Uh, just you got something about you, bro. I'm telling you, dude. I don't understand why, but like, uh, like I was saying to you, you were always working at Wawa. I go there all the time, mm-hmm. and I would see you. I'd buy my stuff. I'd always be like, man, I feel like I could just talk to this guy. He seems like a great guy. But you know, you were working, so I never talked. I always met really cool people at Wawa, and you know, like I guess working at Wawa, I was able to meet all kinds of people working there in the ten years I worked there. Ten years, ain't disrespect. I mean, I really have, I mean, it's not so much as the disrespect or like, I mean, I've had customers get like, you know, attitude or nasty, but like nothing really hardcore. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, you're a Miami boy, so mm-hmm. you can take it. Yes. What, what got you? Well, first of all, did you enjoy your time in Miami? I did. I mean, there's things I miss about Miami. Like I have my best friend, Melissa, who lives in Miami and my grandmother and other friends that I have down there. But it's just, I went down there with my husband. We went down there to visit my grandfather um, about nine years ago before he passed and we surprised him for his birthday he, my, my husband and I flew down and my mother and her sister flew down so the four of us went down and we surprised him and we had a great time and it's just it's crazy how it's grown it's grown up a lot yeah I was like wow and then we drove by my old house and my mom and her sister they were in the back seat and they we're just sitting there looking at our whole the the old house I grew up in, and we're just sitting there looking at the house, and my mother was like getting choked up and emotional, and because it's a house she lived in for forty years, yeah, and so then many moved. Memories, and it's crazy to see how the house has changed. Mm. It looks like a, a uh, what, what would you want to call the word? Because um, it's so like luxurious looking inside. It's beautiful. Oh, they upped they did it. it. Yeah, they upped it. Still, man, it's hard to go back and see the place with your memories turned into something else. It doesn't even look like our old house It's anymore. not your old house anymore. It's something else, right? It's crazy. That happened to me when I went to see my childhood house. I went in and I was like, you know what? I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> That's like with my mother-in-law. The house that she grew up in is now the Gazette. The Hamilton, the Hamilton Gazette is the house that she grew up really? in. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been in there. I took the tour with Gina. And they, yeah, Gina and Gabe, he, uh-huh. they took her in there. They took my mother-in-law in there, and she was like, oh, my God, I remember this bathroom. Like, she remembered everything. Like, the memories just came back to her. I remember when I was going through there, I was like, hmm, this really looks like a house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So, so what ended up bringing you up here? Well, my mom, the company she works for, it's called Marine Documentations. She, it's, she's a yacht consultant. She deals with, like, large like oh, yachts and vessels. she's a baller, huh? And she's been with the company 39 years. As of this December, and uh, her boss, I was in high school when her boss actually approached her about moving to where she is now, which is in Shepherdstown, West Virginia, three hours from here. I was in high school, and she didn't want to uproot me out of high school, so she told her boss, if it comes up again, you know, let me know, and it did. So I was already out of high school, and we we moved here in 2000. Oh, I moved, you've been no, here for a while. We moved from Miami to West Virginia in 2000, and then I moved here in 2009. Why from West Virginia to here? My it's my husband was in he was in college, and I met him in, at his college. I worked at the college. So I was in the food department. I fed him. I <laughs> you ma- fed I, him. I made his food. Do you still make his food to this day? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he's more of a, he's more of a cook than I am. Right on. But. We met up. We met on the college campus, and here we are, you know, together fifteen years later, and married eight years. I, when I was stalking your Facebook to like just find out who you are, a little bit more about you, I was looking at the pictures of your husband, and I was noticing that the pictures from like ten, fifteen years ago look st- st- strikingly 
different from what he looks like today. I at first That's crazy. I did not realize he was the same person. I was like, I kind of was like, man, he looks like that other dude. It did he go through like some massive? Am I right? Is it okay to say like that dude got himself into some good shape? Yeah, he. I mean, he was when I when we first got together, he was over three hundred pounds. No way. And he just. Because, like, working at Acme, where he works, he's been there almost going on 12 years. And in the summertime, he works overnights. And it actually helped. It's actually kind of like what helped him get into the, the wanting to eat better and not eating late at night. And, you know, because we both used to drink soda like crazy. Oh, that's the big one, man. That's the big one. People cut out soda, and then the, the, the weight just melts off of them. Yeah. We cut out soda. We don't eat late at night. We don't eat. Because he doesn't really eat outlandishly anyways. He's not picky. You know, he's, he eats everything. Like, we like sushi, like, you know. Mm. Yeah. So that was it? He didn't, like, uh, get a gym membership? It was just... Oh, he, got, he has a gym membership at uh, Planet Fitness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he. how much did he lose, dude? Well, he went from weighing, like, th- he was, like, 395. Whoa, he was verging on 400. And now he's down to 180. He weighs less than me. And me. <laughs> Yes, he weighs less than me. No way. He must feel so different. He feels really good. I mean, I'm I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. I'm glad that he's chosen to do so. It's it just makes such things easier for him on his knees and, you know. I mean, you must have been worried about him. I was. I mean, you know, I cuz I told him I said, you know, it's up to you what you want to do, you know, if you want to like if you want to lose the weight cuz he really didn't like eat outlandishly. When he was bigger, but but night but sodas and night eating, bro. Teach me how to stop nighting because I will diet. I will eat low carb all day, but then ten o'clock rolls around, David, and then that fridge starts calling. I'm just one one little treat. Next thing you know, it. Yeah. So these are my problems, you know. I mean, for him, like when he comes home from work, he'll like he'll eat some peanut butter or some granola, you know, nothing heavy. Yeah. Because we used to eat, well, we would eat like ice cream, like Ben and Jerry's, but we like by the tub. Once in a while, we'll have a, we'll treat ourselves with Ben and Jerry. Yeah, know? Lisa and I too. What's your favorite? The cannoli dip one, so good. I have yeah. a couple. I have different. I have a few. I have like the Cinnabon. I like Americone Dream. Americone with uh, Jimmy Fallon at the front of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Dude. That's a good one. That's a really good <laughs> one. I also like the half baked. Yeah. And I'll go, yeah, your friend over there, yeah, thanks. And uh, I like the classic. I like the Cherry Garcia. What can I say? That is a good one, too. Yeah. When I can't think of what I want, I'll just go to Cherry Garcia. I like the ones that have the, the layers. Have you tried the layers? What is Not the layers, the core. The one that had the core in it? You know, I haven't. What is the deal with those? Is it just, like, filled with fudge in the middle? Yes. Either fudge or, like, caramel. It's really good. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of uh, weight loss and weight gain... How did you do during quarantine, bro? Not too bad. I mean, just in life, how was quarantine for you? It's been pretty wild. It's been it's been pretty hectic, but it's you know we're getting through it. We're almost done with twenty twenty. It's just I just think people say that, but I don't think things are going to magically become up twenty twenty one. Let's shake it off and go. Yeah, I mean it's going to take some time. I think so. I mean, I was just watching before I came here. I was just watching on the news. How the vaccines are already up and running, like over in Europe, and like soon they'll be available here. 
Are they though? I, I thought I thought there was a little holdback. Something with Pfizer and well, they're just advising people who do take the vaccine to be careful because like the the side effects are. They're talking about like people who are like highly um, affected by like allergic reactions. If you're highly allergic to anything, so just like anything, like peanuts or grass, they say to, or, they say just to like be careful if you get the vaccine because it could trigger you know something. trigger your allergic reactions. That's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> and plus, we know nothing about the long term effects, man. Like, right? There's not enough time to test that. So, like, what if down the road it's messing up your kidneys or who knows what? It's true. So, you gonna get it though? I don't know. I, 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 my mother-in-law, she doesn't think she wants to get it. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean. I, I would have to think about it and do more research on it. Yeah. I feel I feel like I kind of have to, being an educator. Like, I would absolutely be devastated if, if I got sick and then passed it on to someone else. I am yeah. working so hard. Like, see that thing behind me, the air soap? Like, we're buying these, these like, uh, air filter, air soaps thing. Oh, yeah. I'm carrying around a UV light every morning. We're just sanitizing, sanitizing, masks, masks. It's like, you know, just working so hard, doing everything we possibly can you know, and so far, knock on, where can I find some wood? Like, uh, so far, full summer camp, successful. Thank God. Half the school year, successful. <clears throat> kids are outside. They're being kids again. And uh, all good things. So, I don't know, man. Maybe 2021, it all comes back. That was just a really rough year. Yes. I mean, my husband working, you know, at Acme, the grocery store, you know, for him, you know, working in the deli, it was just, it's been rough because people just... He deals with some ignorant people. Like, there was a guy that came in in a head-to-toe hazmat suit, getting his lunch, meeting his cheese, and, like, <laughs> it's just, yeah. head to, What do you mean, like, those yellow ones with, like, the face screen? Yes, and then he had another guy come in dressed like Michael uh, Michael Myers. No way. I, I'm like, really? Like, That's pretty creepy. Yeah. Like Maybe like, around Halloween I'd be I could see acceptable. that, yes. Yeah. But, like... But like, in December, I don't know. It's... Yeah. And the face masks, I just, I can't, I hate them. Do you hate the face masks? I do. Yeah. I mean, I've seen face, face masks that, like, actually have, like, a clear piece that you can, like, lift up if you're going to take a drink of something or whatever. Yeah. And that way you can see each other's faces and mouths and yeah. feel a little more connected, you know. I don't think if, if you don't have a medical, like, the M95 mask, I think most of them, I mean, the virus is so small, it would get through it anyway. Because um, they say if you have a mask on and you, like, blow... And you don't feel it on the outside of your mask. They say you should be fine. Oh, really? Is that mm-hmm. is that the general consensus? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I kept hearing things like you might as well not wear a piece of cloth because it's not going to do anything. At the same time, if you blow out onto your hand, you'll feel it completely. And then you blow out in your hand when you're wearing a piece of cloth. It's like there's a clear difference. Yeah. Yeah. Even the distance it travels, you know? Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But we're doing everything we can here as a school. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm wearing masks. All the time. I Dude, I, I wear masks so often that, like, I'll be upstairs for, like, two hours by myself and then realize, oh, my gosh, I'm wearing a mask still. You know what's been interesting about wearing the mask, though, for me? Is that I have to wear a mask to the gym. And so I am, like, after not working out during quarantine, I am, like, kicking my butt in the gym, like, working out so hard. And I am, like, dying <clears throat> with that mask on, like, just gasping for air. And so last week, I got on the elliptical, and I was like, all right, you know what, dude? I'm just going to do a moderate workout, just something to really get the heart going and get me breathing hard. And, like, <clears throat> after doing it with the mask for so long and really pushing it, I was going, like, 60 minutes. And, like, I kept thinking, am I in a dream? I am not tired at all. I am not breathing hard at all. 
I think something about wearing that mask when you're working out, like strengthen, strengthens your lung capacity, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It's just it's, it's kind of hard to see somebody working out with that on their face because it's like, how do, they, how do you expect that person to breathe while they're exercising and working out, you know? Oh, it gets dangerous. There's a, there's a point where, like, it gets so, I don't mean to gross you out, man, but it gets so wet, you know? And it's like that lad's an extra layer. That makes it even harder to inhale and exhale. Yeah. By that time, I'm already exhausted, but uh, I have to. I When I was in quarantine, like, the fact that I didn't get to do any exercise other than, like, running around with my kids, like, I was feeling old mm. and tired. Like, I'm not used to that. I usually have a ton of energy. I'm with kids all the time working out. Like, after that, I was like, I am, I've got to get into a gym. I've got to work out. Yeah. So, uh, I'm back in that sense. So, let's talk about your your current job. I really know nothing about it. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about, uh, it's called, I don't want to mess up the name. Is it it's Abby's? Angel Kisses. Is it Abby's Angel's Kisses? Yeah. So, tell me about that. It's... It's a really cool store. It's a non-for-profit organization. And um, <clears throat> like my boss, Dan, he's he's got the one here in Hamilton on the pike. And then he has the, another one in Summers Point. It's called Abby's on the Docks. And then one in Florida. We Money that is made in the stores helps organizations regarding like Nevis, which is what his daughter has. It's very rare. It's a skin condition. Wait, what is it? It's called Nevis. Nevis. It's a, it causes these little... Like what look like birthmarks all over the body. Is it permanent? You, there's no. There's medication. There's medicines for it. There's treatments for it. Um, she, he was actually told that she wouldn't make it past five years old, and she's <gasps> she's eleven years old now, and she's Whoa. doing wonderfully. I mean, she's a tough kid. She's I mean, a is, she, is she still at some serious risk? Not like she was when she was a baby, because like when she was a baby, she had to have like thirteen surgeries on her face to remove a lot of. The ones on her face. And uh, she's a tough kid. I mean, she's, you know, with what she's been through, it's just, you know, I'm sure it's not easy for what she has gone through as a kid. No. With that. I've I've had students. I've had someone on this podcast. Her name's Megan Elizabeth. She suffers from a type of dwarfism. I mean, she's had like 40 surgeries, something like that. Wow. Yeah. And she's like 20. Three. She just got her first car that she can drive, which is oh, awesome. Nice. Shout out to you, Megan Elizabeth. That's awesome. But there's something different about those kids who have to endure that kind of, uh, you know, the, just surgeries at a, such a young age. It just makes you grow up so much quicker, and mm-hmm. uh, you just become a different level of tough. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's she's definitely a tough kid. I mean, like we have the store. It's online, so you can see it on Facebook, Instagram. And, you know, it's a fun store. I love work there. It's I enjoy it. What do you love about it? Well, it's not as stressful as Wawa, per se. <laughs> but, I mean, I get to see all kinds of really interesting, cool things that come in from the estate sales and the, and the house cleanouts. It's really fun. What kind of stuff do you guys get? We get, like, lots of old, interesting, like, uh, furniture and, you know, stuff like that. And, like, clothing and all kinds of cool stuff. Like, vintage, uh, vintage toys from, like, the 80s. It's cool. Vintage toys from the 80s? Now you've sold me. I've got to come in for that. We have some Fisher Price vintage vintage Fisher Price toys from the '80s. Cool, cool. Yeah. What brought you to that place? Well, he, my boss Dan, because I when I worked at Wawa, he always told me he's like, if you ever leave Wawa, come work for me, please. He's like, please come work for me, and sure enough, I you know I got lucky and I didn't leave Wawa by choice, but 
Once no way. Floor. Ten years in. Can I ask what happened? Well, the manager that was there, who was no longer there anymore, he kind of pushed me out. But what? Yeah, you were the man there. I know. I've been there so many times. I've ne- uh, this is no knock on anyone. Wow, I like everyone that's ever worked there. Never had a problem. <clears throat> in fact, um, one of my friends, uh, Tiffany Bendig, I think her mom works there. Uh, Barbara Tower. Yes. Yes. I want her on my show. She's a trip. Is she? Yes. I've got it. I'm writing it down right now. Barbara Tower. She's definitely one of a kind. She, she makes, works She works at the Super Wawa in Hamilton on the Pike. Okay, that new one. Yeah. That's why I haven't seen her for a while. She's a trip. Yeah. She babysat my my husband and his brother when they were little, when they were kids. Get out of here. She had a day, she ran a uh, like a daycare out of her house and babysat like a lot of the neighborhood kids. Ah, oh, very cool lady. But She's other than her, like you the guy. You're the guy that... Uh, uh, Everybody loved me when they came in, like, you know. Why would anyone want to push out Dave? Exactly. I mean, I had customers that gave me wine, homemade wine, venison. Um, around the holidays, I would have customers that would give me gift cards. And one of my customers, his name is Mike, when, we got, when I got married, he gave me, like, this big bottle of, like, peach vodka. Mm. It was really... It was... I mean, awesome. who does that for the people at Wawa? Right. Nobody at Wawa gets gifts like that. Exactly. You were making an impact on people working behind the desk or yeah. behind the cashier. And I don't know. I guess I was. I guess they were intimidated by me or threatened. I don't well, know. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe they would saw you as like the guy who like kind of ran the show. That's how people saw you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could see that being a possibility. Like yeah. you have that personality, and when there's a boss who wants to feel like the boss. And they see this other person getting all the wine and all the venison. And yeah. Why don't I get that wine and venison? I want those presents. I want that peach vodka. Right. Yeah. That was probably what it was, Dave. You were too good. Yeah. It's a problem. <laughs> good help is hard to find, you know. I just, you lost a good one, Wawa. Yeah, you lost the best of the best, Wawa. Whatever. Whatever. So, dude, is there anything else you do uh, that gets you involved in the community? And, and also, like, what is getting you so motivated to wanting to be such a part of all these events? How did this all happen? Well, it's – I mean, I, I really enjoy being a part of the community, and I really enjoy helping people and just getting out there and, you know, doing what I can to help the community. I mean, I've done, like I said, all kinds of events, like the Blueberry Festival, the Fringe Festival – the food truck festival, which was fun. Dude. Oh, man. I get um, so fat at that festival. It's the so farmer's good. market. When we used to have the farmer's market, people loved it. Wait, excuse me. What? The f- yeah. What? What? This is in Hamilton? Yeah. We used to have a, a farmer's market in Hamilton, and it was awesome. I did that for four or five years. I did that. It was fun. I wonder if you've ever seen me at any of the festivals. I'm always there, and I'm always dressed up as something, and we have a big prize wheel. Have you ever seen the big, loud dude? Yes. Deal. That's me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love doing it too. I love yeah, it so it's, much. It's fun. Yeah. I, lo- I just love spinning that wheel and giving the kids the prizes. Right. You know? Exactly. I get to see my old students. They all come there up, Mr. Go. Sam. You know? Right. It's a good time. Uh, one other question before we get on to something called the chat pack. Uh, can you tell me something about why, how you became the gang leader in Thug Life? <laughs> Yo, this guy, ladies and gentlemen, this guy has invited me to become part of the Thug Life. I don't know if I'm worthy. I don't even know what it's about. What the heck is Thug Life? It's a game on fa- it's a game on Facebook. It's really fu- it's a fun game. 
I play it with a couple of people. Um, a good friend of mine, she plays it. It's fun. It's where you can like take money from different people and like damage the property, and it's cool. It's a fun game. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You, you're obviously good, man. You became a thug leader. It's fun. I like it. It's a fun game. It's different. Think I need to get down? Check it out. You think I could hang with the thug life? I think so. Really? That means I think a, so. That means a lot to me, man. <laughs> that means so much. All right. So <clears throat> this is the point in the show. Have you heard any of the episodes? I've, I think I've only heard like one or two. Okay. Do you know about the chat pack? I don't. All right. Well, I like to end each podcast with letting you choose one of these cards. They all have a question. I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are. Let's see what happens. Best of luck, sir. Okay. Choose wisely. Okay. Would you like me to read it, or you want to read it? You can read it. I will do so. All right, I'll read it like this. If I had a dollar for every time I blank, I'd be rich. How would you fill in that blank? Take your time. I'd have to say maybe probably every time I did something big in the community, you know? Big. Yeah, go big or go home. Exactly. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. Chat pack. That's a good answer, too. It's a powerful one. All right, number two. Okay. I'm giving you three total. Okay. Oh, I like this one. Oh, all right. I'm excited. Okay. What would your dream house look like? Be as descriptive as humanly possible. My dream house would definitely be a beautiful log cabin house on like 10 acres of land with farm animals and a pool and just plenty of land I can do whatever I want on. What would you want to do on that land? Um, well, for my husband, because I know he likes trains, I definitely want to have like a an area where he could just do what he wanted with his trains and his Legos. He's a big Lego pe- person, so let him go wild with his trains and Legos. <laughs> Does he have those like little choo-choo tracks that go around the house? He's, his trains are like, each one is like that big. Whoa. They're big. Has he been like a train kid since he was a, a kid? Yeah, and he loves Legos too. Like our friend Kyle actually gave him a Lego set. It's a, I forgot exactly what it is, but it's like this long. It's a rocket, I think it is. I would. It's really cool. And he's got the Millennium Falcon. Nice. And he has a uh, Land Rover and he's got a three-in-one um like a bulldozer kind of thingy. Yeah. He want, his next one he wants to get is the Coliseum. Yo. He it's wants huge. to build the Coliseum? It's, it's as big as his table. It's huge. They sell. Like, they sell the pieces specifically for the Coliseum? Yeah. It's huge. I mean, I'm a history teacher. Now I'm wondering, like, what's the ground look like? Does it look like the original? Or is it, like, the old now that's beat up? It's, it's supposed to look a little bit like what it looks like now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and there's like little trees there. Oh, oh, I'm looking at. See, I need you here for all the podcasts, man. Is that oh, awesome, dude? Wow, yeah. wow. So that's the Coliseum. Yep, the official Lego Coliseum. So basically, what it looks like is what it looks like now. Where like half of it is uh, the top part is kind of broken down. Uh, yep, it's, it's still got the little statues inside of it. And the bottom floor looks like that. 
underneath labyrinth that they would put the animals through and yep. everything. Um, tell him when he makes that to invite me over for a viewing, please. I will. I love that. Um, so what about the interior, man? We're only talking exterior. So it's, so the exterior, a whole lot of land, a whole lot of trains, a whole lot of animals. Well, the, the interior would be like, you know, nice open concept, you know, farm style sink, just all kinds of really interesting, like, you know, trees, like built into the house. Trees built. How cool is that? I'm a big tree person. Yeah, I noticed. Is that why you wear that necklace? He gave this to me. I, I've always loved this. Plus, I have a tattoo of a tree, too. I have the tree of life on my chest. Oh, that's so cool. You know what? I got to show you the tattoo I was thinking about getting. Um, yep, there it is. I'm a big I'm big into the yin-yang and, uh, you know, just finding balance. Look at that. Look at you, man. Mm. My new best friend. All right, check out what I'm thinking about. For a guy who likes yin-yangs and a guy who likes trees, tree of love life. It. Love it. That's awesome. It's a, so for you, those of you who can't see this, if you even typed it in, the Tree of Life. Oh, it's, this is the one. Tree of Life Yin Yang. <clears throat> I was thinking about Sue Murder putting that on me. The one, she, the tattoo, I don't know if you saw the one she did for her daughter on her daughter's back. No. It's beautiful. What is it? It's a, it's a cherry blossom. It goes across her back and down. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah? It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's, yeah. You have to see it. I think she she's posted pictures of it on her Facebook. Okay, I'll check it's it beautiful. out. Yeah, her work is incredible. It is. She just did, she did a piece on a good friend of mine on her hip, and it's like watercolor. It's butterflies. It's really pretty. That's she nice. did a great job. Man, we are really losing out on someone now that she's moving out of here. I know. I mean, probably like during during the the pandemic, she's done a lot, you know, to helping people on the front lines. Like she's used money out of her own pocket to. Buy supplies for people that are helping other I people. I know. And it's just, it's incredible what she's done, you know, for other people. Yes. She's such a good person. Yes. And all that work she's put into her shop, the beautiful mosaic front of her shop and like in the back. In the back. It's got the tree. Oh, dude, do you see where she, how she's, uh, she, the birds? Do you see uh, her murder of crows are there? Yes. I put some of the crows up there. She gave those to me to that. I, I'm sure some of her stickers are around. And she made the fireplace, like I was telling you. That's awesome. And she didn't even come to my studio. I've only done two episodes where I went elsewhere. One was with the mayor, and one was with her. Mm. <laughs> but I wanted to get a tour of her studio. Oh, I yeah. Had to. All right, my man. Love the answer about the trees inside the house. Yes. I didn't realize it, but now that's part of my dream house. Right? Yes. All right. Last chat pack. Okay, I'll do this one. Oh, the kids one. Is it a thumbs up or a... It's a very interesting one. Oh, we're good. All right, here we go. <clears throat> this is actually comes from Chat Pack for Kids. I like to mix it up. If you could write a letter or send an email to anyone in the world, knowing it would be open and read, to whom would you send it, and what would it say? A letter or an email to anyone in the world. Well... This person is actually, I've seen this person in concert and one of my best friends actually got to see her in concert with her mother who has now passed on. And I was given the option to, or the opportunity I should say, and I surprised her with tickets to see this person in concert and it's Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is phenomenal. I took my best friend Nicole to see her in concert and just to see Nicole's face, how lit up it was when we walked in the door and she's like, Dave, are we really here? Is, Is this for real? 
am I dreaming? <laughs> I said, Nicole, you are not dreaming. This is for real. And we were like, ext- we were quite close to Lady Gaga. And, you know, I would, she would be the one because I know she would be very passionate because we actually watched her read a letter on stage that a young guy threw. He actually had it attached to a teddy bear that he threw up to her on stage. And she read it, and it was just, it was very, like, it was a strong letter that he wrote talking about how her, through her music, he was able to be himself. He's like, your, your music is the soundtrack to my life. I've allowed to be myself and be who I am because of you and your music, which, is, which I thought was awesome. And she's just very, she's a very powerful person, and she's just, like, she herself has been through a lot. And she has a show on Netflix. It's called Five Foot Two. It's a documentary about her life. And there's a lot you learn about her, what she deals with, you know, behind the scenes. She does. I'm, so I'm not into that type of music, but I respect it so much. You can. It's so clear to see her passion and her creativity. When yes. I'm, when I'm working out and I'm on the elliptical, I have to look at Plant Fitness TV. And they're playing the music videos of today, which is a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. It makes me sick watching these videos. There's, I wish there were more Lady Gagas out there. She's so original. She's so powerful. Yes. And she does it her way. And it's like, when she, exactly. She's, you know, her own person. And like when she was in the movie um, A Star is Born, which was phenomenal. It was awesome. Great movie. Never saw that one. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to see that. Yes. Her performance in that movie is just, it just blows you away. And yeah. she, like, like you said, like she's just, a, she's a well-rounded, you know, all-natural kind of person. And she's just, she supports lots of things in the world. And, like, she's just done a lot in the world for people. That's awesome. And her mm-hmm. lyrics are banging. Like, it's poker face. It's just like, yes. where do you come up with this stuff? Brilliant stuff. Her new album, Chromatica, is awesome. It's, it's just like, and you can like, you can through her music, you can just visualize the messages that she like sends out in her music. Did you see her on American Horror Story? Yes. Yeah, man. She was awesome. Hotel, so awesome in Hotel. Yeah, that's yeah. an awesome show. Yeah, wasn't my favorite season, but I like her. I like her. What's your favorite season of American Horror Story? Um. Well, Hotel was one of my favorites, but my other favorite one was um, Freak Show. I liked Freak Show. Freak Show was great. That one clown. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, my God. Freak Show got a lot of hate. I thought that was one of the coolest seasons. It was. That one, the Psych Ward. Those are my two favorites. Oh, yeah. Psych Ward. Yeah. Woo! And, that one. And Coven. Uh, the, that's the vampire one. It's like vampires and witches. Witches, witches, yeah. Stevie cool. Nicks was in that one. I enjoy them all, man. And the, even the reality show one, they, they were all good. Have you seen the new show, Ratchet? No, what's Ratchet? It's, um, I think her name is, is it Sarah Paulson? Uh-huh. Well, she was in American Horror Story. And she's in this one. It's about Nurse, it's about Nurse Ratchet, or Nurse, yeah, Nurse Ratchet, and it's, it's really good. It's dark. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, Dave, uh, I have one more question for you. Is there anyone out there in the world, before you leave, that you want to give a shout-out to? Um, I do want to give a shout-out to my friend Harley. She's amazing at what she does. She's beautiful, and I'm happy to call her my friend. And just keep doing what you're doing, girlfriend. You're working hard, selling them products online. Keep it real. You, you do what you do. I love you, girl. All right, She's is that it? 
She, yeah, she's awesome. Her name is Harley Super. She's incredible. Harley Super? You have to meet this girl. She's got some of the most incredible tattoos. She's got an awesome boyfriend. He's in a band. Like they're just good people. They're here in Hamilton. They're well, they live in Philly. Okay, not far. But all right. She did live in in Hamilton, but now she's in Philly, and she's awesome. All right, Harley Super. Yeah, super cool name. That's yeah, she's sure. got some of the coolest tattoos. All right. Like she's got what like a tattoo like right here. Oh yeah, she's yeah. Yeah, very cool, brother. Well, thank you for doing this. Uh, I love the fact that you do so much for this town. I mean, you don't have to, but you do it because you want to. And uh, the town needs more people like that. It actually has a good amount of people like you who are just love this town so much and want to take part in these activities. Um, but like I said, you are highly recommended because you do it all, my man. Um, I try. I try to do what I do, you know. Yeah, and uh, I sure do miss you at Wawa, but I'll be seeing you at Abby's Angel Kisses. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for David. All right, John Bradley, welcome back to the Pillars, my man. So what is the service you'll be providing? Consistency is key in social media. So imagine if you had a professional photographer come in and put their spin on your business. Capture what they see. And apply that to your particular brand, your aesthetic, your style, and turn that around quickly. Finding the right content is tough. How would you help someone who's posting every single day? What I do is to capture a wide variety of images. Not a photo shoot that all looks like it was shot on the same day, but a variety that can be posted daily and maintain an aesthetic but also show variety. So you mean to tell me that a subscription with you means that a business will have a beautiful photo to post every single day of the year? Every day. Whoa. Because as soon as you run out of that gallery, which is probably a little over 30 photos, I'll be back to shoot more. And when I come back, it'll be a new season, new products, and who knows? That is huge, man. And, and how much does a subscription cost? With a one-year agreement, it's only $300 a month. That is what I would charge for a family session, a one-hour portrait session. So for the fee, a one-hour fee, you have 30 days worth of social media posts. That's 30 days to engage with your customer base. That's 30 days of consistency to get your customers in your door. Yeah, I'm telling you people because I know John Bradley. That means if you have a subscription with him, you will have – an amazing social media presence, and you will have it all year long. John Bradley, for all those people who are interested, how do they reach you? Uh, Facebook, Bradley Visual Co. Instagram, Bradley Visual Co. The internet, BradleyVisualCo.com, or they can reach out to Sam. Yeah, <laughs> I'll hook you up. And hey, look back at the Pillars of Hamilton because John Bradley is one of them. John Bradley, you're the man, brother.